Previously, on the marvelous Patrick show. That sandwiches? You know, whenever whenever we're just running out of things to run, I just go out and kill a bunch of people so we have some obituaries. Jewish son-in-law? Of course he's going to throw that guy under the bus. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Marvelous Patrick Show. I'm your host, The Marvelous Patrick, at Marvelous Patrick on all the social medias. My co-host is Matt Novak, attorney extraordinaire. Hello. For those of you who are new to our show, maybe you found us on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or something like that. Each week, Matt and I just talk about very random things. We each come in with three topics that we would we'd be potentially interested in talking about in the, as, and... Um, these topics could be pop culture or news or politics or anything. And then we each give three topics and we each veto one person's topic. So we end up with four random topics every week to talk about. And we never know Probably what that's what random happen. means. But... Well, it's, I mean, it's not like there's, it's not planned out. Yeah, but it doesn't mean random. That, that definition of random bothers me, that usage. Oh, okay, well, well, how would you describe it then? Unplanned? Un- un- unplanned. Un- uncoordinated? Uncoordinated. Okay. I'll take uncoordinated. Dis- disjointed? Disjointed. Discombobulated? There you go. All right. Uh, potentially hazardous? Sorry, I'm reading about subsurface sewage treatment systems. <laughs> well, as you can see, we have a wild and crazy evening ahead of us, folks. It's the day after Thanksgiving, or Thanksgiving, oh, good God, Patrick. Oh. Valentine. It's the day after Valentine. <laughs> wow. That has got to be the ultimate screw-up on holidays that are meaningless. Thanksgiving isn't meaningless. It feels meaningless to me. I love Thanksgiving. And I do not. I don't really like holidays in general. It's the day after Valentine's Day. When we're recording this, uh, so did you have a nice Valentine's Day? And it, 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 it was existed. Also, I want to point out that this this year it was possibly the most romantic day that could have ever been because it was also Ash Wednesday. Right. And yeah, nothing that's, says romance yeah. than having dirt smeared on your forehead. Right. Well, you know, at least they they smeared it in the form of a heart. So. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice compromise there. Nice compromise. So. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see here. Even remember, you are but ashes, number... and to give your wife roses. Don't don't screw that up, folks. Don't go the other way around. <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> I smeared roses all across my my wife's forehead. I... Oh. <laughs> the thorns. The crown of thorns is a later religious holiday. Right. Um. All right. So, top. You are you are the first. You are you go first this week because it's an even. Right. This is episode number eight, so you get to go first this week with listing your topics. Matt will list a topic. I'll give kind of a little reaction to it, and then I'll list mine. He'll give his little reactions to them, and then we'll go to the veto round. So let's go for it, Matt. What do you got? All right, here we go. Topic number one: things you used to dislike, but no longer do. Interesting. You know, that kind of, you're going to go to my topics. Right? I think we have a potentially interesting show. It almost connects to something I was thinking of as a topic. Interesting. All right. Well, let's each veto that one for each other. Um, otherwise, it will seem coordinated. And that's, yeah. That's it, not it won't. It will seem combobulated as opposed to discombobulated. <laughs> All right. So number two. Yeah. I'm going to bring back one I threw out a few weeks ago. Mario Kart. Oh, I love Mario Kart. Okay. All right. And number three, agreeing to disagree. Uh, I, I can't imagine what that would be about. That's that's more of a forwarder again it. Uh, yeah. Because I am I am generally again it. So. Agreeing, yeah, it is kind of worthless. <laughs> I, I disagree. I disagree to disagree. Yes. Yes. So that's. So that I want to talk about, I want to talk All about right. 
argument a- and and uh, agreeing to disagree in argument. Okay. Well, all right. I, I really like those topics. I think those are some fun ones. I think they're probably better than mine this week, honestly. Um, I am deprecating myself so much this week. It's amazing. This usual, uh, usually hubristic and, and arrogant uh, person is uh, just not into it this week for whatever reason. Um, my three this week. Uh, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Matt okay. Pice hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it. I might just not see it at this point, just I, ever. I think I called that last episode, right? So you're never going to see it. Yeah, I might, I, I, I might just go with that. And, but I, and I said, I'm going to make you come over to my house and watch it. We'll see. Because that would be fun. Um, the second one, um, and this is kind of Valentine's-y, which is the things that you love that can't love you back. Ah. Oh. Okay. I'm not, I mean, so, it, it, and so I want to, I want to just say a little more about that right here. Where I'm where we're launching our topic in that. I don't mean like, you can't say I love my kids or my pets or anyone you have a personal relationship with, but like you can love objects or like you can love a celebrity that you'll never meet in a way, you know, or you can love ideas and things, so, but, but they physically are incapable of, of giving you love back. So All I right. think there's something interesting about that concept. And that just kind of came to me. Um, and my last one, who boy guns ah guns that's that's never in the news never this, i say it doesn't because, matter you know, when in the you united post, states nothing ever happens with guns it doesn't matter when you post this one it will be relevant <laughs> yeah we will be talking about the latest tragedy if we post if we talk about that so those are my three uh-huh. this week all right so and you had Let's to put see. them in that order why? What does that mean? Well, because because we usually go with the order that they're given but, to us. In. No, we can order them any way we want to. Remember, oh. we made that decision a few episodes ago. Oh, okay. I don't. The good remember. of the good of the flow, we can do that. All right. All right. All right. You get first veto. Wait, I get first veto. No, I get first veto, don't yeah, I? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dang it! I want to stall. I'm going to veto agreeing to disagree this week. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> We're going to disagree on that. <laughs> All right, I'm just warning you, that one might come back sometime. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with things coming back. I mean, that's, that's just yep, yep, it goes. Just, yep. All right. All right. All right. So, in that case, on your side... Oof. Well, you know, they do kind of connect. So I'm I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and veto Star Wars cuz I like the uh the things that can't love you back and the way that connects. Okay. I I thought that would be a interesting thing. Yeah, and I and right. I'm up for talking about guns. So Do you want to end with guns? I don't want to end with guns. I don't want How how do you want to do this? I kind of want to start with guns. Start with guns. It's a bold move. We'll go guns then do you want to go to Mario Kart or things you used to dislike? I'd say I'd say I go to Mario Kart next because then we can just kind of combine it's the next nice two. It's a nice palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then the things you also, love, you know, there's you shoot things in Mario Kart, not guns, but you shoot things. So you shell things. Yeah, so you know, it's kind of Shelling there's some overlap there. Term for shooting. Um, the things you love that you can't that can't love you back, and then the things you used to dislike. But no longer dislike. All right. Wow. All right. Uh, I like these more abstract topics too, though. Guns. Now oh, that one's not abstract. No. Okay. Well, we just had another massive school shooting in the United States, and of course, which means the Onion got a lot of traffic. Which, right. You know, obviously now the conspiracy should be that these are all being perpetrated by the onion to drive up their their um <laughs> age views <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> because what story always gets posted obviously at that point then is so, there's no way to stop this says nation only nation where this continually happens <laughs> right yep now okay I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna state my myself here real quick just i'm just to kind of clear where i am i am not a gun user i am not a gun owner I have no attachment to guns. 
quite frankly, I I'm not like rabid anti-gun guy, uh, but I'm getting there after all these shootings. I I think we need you know I mean we come on, um, you know. But I'm not I you know so, but I'm not and I'm not insanely pro-gun guy. Um, that's I I I I I'm getting to be anti-gun person in the wake of all these things happening. That is where I am. You, okay. what, what's your I, gun So like? I am, I am a gun user. I hunt. Uh, I am not a gun owner, but I, I would like to own a shotgun or well, a shotgun since I do birds hunting too. So for for hunting purposes, um, I just I just don't happen to now. Um, but I've looked at them in the past. That said, I have no particular interest in a handgun. Uh, or, you know, uh, a semi-automatic weapon um, like has been used in the shootings or, or things like that. I have some education on guns. I have worked in prosecution, so with law enforcement, and have gotten some interesting insights uh, into guns through their perspectives. Uh, so, I mean, I, uh, I am not anti-gun. That said, I am pro reasonable regulation uh, because I think that that goes a long way. We don't way. have reasonable regulation, right? Right, and so and so. I mean, I think it's one of those things where I think that there is absolutely a certain amount of things that can be done to increase safety, to decrease both the mass tragic events and the individual tragic events. You know, when you, when you look statistically, um, you know, the guns are far more likely to, you know, kill a loved one, uh, you know, uh, domestic yes. violence situations, things like yeah. that. And I think those are, those are just as tragic. Uh, the reason I think the mass shootings and stuff jumps out to us is because we generally speaking can imagine ourselves in those situations it seems we go to a movie. The movie theater got shut up. We go to the mall. The mall got shut up. We send our kids to school. So it's easy for people to imagine themselves, and thus their fear triggers. Uh, it's hard for people to imagine themselves in a domestic violence situation if they've never been in one. It's hard for people to imagine themselves living in a, a violent neighborhood where there is a lot of gun gun violence, things like that, if they've never done that. So I think I think that's part of it when we step back and look at like, okay, well, what's really going on? What are the things that we can do overall? Um, there are some, some things that emerge. So. All right. So I have some things I want to, I want to say about all this mess. Um, for, first of all, I, God, I'm trying to think about where to start. Okay. So I tweeted something today that I want to share because I want to I want to kind of unpack a few arguments we always hear around the gun debate. That's what one of my things I want to do. I kind of want to take a look at them. Uh, and one of them I want to talk about first of all. I, I saw like there's some state legislature somewhere that wants to introduce some le legislator going to introduce a bill in some state that make teachers carry handguns. And this, you know, gets to the good guy with a gun. If a good guy with a gun been there, he would have stopped him. You know, the idea of the, the only way to solve guns is to introduce more guns. And and so I, I tweeted this today, and I want to share it now again. Um, and this is what I tweeted. How do we stop childhood obesity? I know. Let's make sure there's more junk food in every school. Make sure every teacher can carry Twinkies. Stupid idea, right? Now, replace childhood obesity with school shootings and junk food and Twinkies with guns. That's basically the idea of good guy with a gun and armed teachers. Yeah. I mean, it, I, well, I don't, I don't think sort sort of, but yeah, well, I mean, I mean <laughs> but the idea is that you cannot, first of all, how are you going to self shooting with more shooting? Well, I mean, cause, okay. Cause you got to assume good guy with a gun. Okay. First of all, there's still, Good guy with a gun tries not to shoot when there's people who could potentially be hit by friendly fire. Here's, see, I go, I go back a even a step shot. further. Who, who is the good guy? Who is the yeah. bad guy? 
Okay, so that's we're that's all just people. There, there, there are no good guys. There are no bad guys. We are all people, people who are capable of doing good things and capable of doing bad things. And far, especially when you look at the you know domestic violence situations, the things that are the more common shootings, they become crimes of opportunity. Yeah. Right. It is the fact that someone who was generally considered to be a good guy prior to a t- terrible event suddenly isn't a good guy anymore. Right. Like that's. Yeah. I mean, in the case of this particular incident that kind of spurred my conversation tonight, this was premeditated. This guy was for over a year had been on the radar, et cetera, et cetera. Right. OK. So I mean, yeah, so right. at this point, again, I want to say, OK, so good guy with a gun. How are they? I mean. That's a, still you got to make the shot and hit a moving target, and I mean that's an incredibly hard shot to make. And I think, you know, uh... well, <laughs> there. I think I think that, and he's already started shooting a, at that not, point. Not being a gun guy, you, you know, will will take hard shot to make, and and the assessments of that with. Some grain of salt, because I I don't yeah. know definitively on, on that, I suppose. But, but my other point being that this person's already started shooting at that point. By the time good guy with a gun notices, that means some shots have already been fired, weapon has been pulled, things are already happening. Right. Right. Bad things have already started at that point. You're just adding more fire and bullets. And I don't... So that that's my problem with that. Now, my second, my second thing I want to unpack... And 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 that that has occurred to me, um, all a lot of these mass shootings, if not all of them lately, have centered around one particular weapon being used. Uh, well, yes, generally, generally speaking, the, I mean the mass the, the, ma- the mass majority the mass the, shooting the mass I mean the mass majority has been the AR-15. Right. I mean, so Vegas, the guy had AR-15s, but he also had other weapons. Yes. Um, I mean, uh, some of the bigger ones, yes, absolutely, and, but... And in this case, it was a legally obtained AR-15. Right. So, my my next piece is going to be, hey, one AR-15 can do a lot of stuff with a lot, you know, you get a lot of magazines. All right, couldn't you guys just sacrifice the AR-15 for a while? <laughs> Just see if that has any impact, you know. And if it if it doesn't, okay, we were wrong. But you know what? Maybe maybe the is, let's do a thing for the on the AR-15 and start there and see if it has any impact. If that's the weapon of choice right now, let's just like we could. I am. This is me. My compromise of desperation on gun control. Start there. You don't even have to take them away. Just stop selling them i'd even give you that much yeah i mean uh, that i I don't and and i i I think that is a very reasonable compromise at this stage my my thought on that is you know ar-15 is a specific model there are other models that generally do the same thing i i mean i don't i mean so it's I, I'm not. Okay, so if we could, I mean, like, I mean, that's like that's like saying that's like saying let's ban Twinkies but not Ho Hos. So let's do this, okay? Like they do 40-inch class TVs or whatever. Let's group everything that's similar to AR-15 in a class and ban that class. Well, it's been done before. And then they until, unban it. Yeah, I mean, I believe it, yeah. it didn't. It was 2004 that it lasted until I think. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. if I remember correctly, so. I mean, let's just, I mean, and I just don't get it. I just, so this brings me to my, my third point. And, and, and this is the one I, 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 this is the one, this is, I think, the crux of what I really would like to talk about. These were like, these, as if those two other things, those other two things could have been a conversation. But this is like where I'm really trying to get to is, and I think this actually leads into my other topic, weirdly enough, which is really crazy to think, but why do people love guns? And and I and I've been thinking about this, right? And like I see like the arguments like, well, the, the Second Amendment. Okay. If we could hypothesize a world for a moment where there was no Second Amendment, 
So I don't love the gun because it's American right or any of that. And get rid of all the all the right stuff attached to it because it's my right. Why do people love guns? I, I mean, I would speculate that it makes them feel safe and it makes them feel powerful. And I would speculate that too. And And at the end of the day... The owner feels safe and powerful. The person that doesn't own it feels like a victim. And I, this leads me to my other thing I always tweet when these things happen, which is, remember, their right to own a gun trumps your right to not get shot. Essentially. I mean, well, yeah. That's what we've decided. In, in many ways, yes. I, do not, I no longer have a right to not get shot. And my kids don't have a right to not get shot. And and no one now. I mean, every everyone has. If if I think this is where I'm kind of. This is this is me. I am being a jackass tonight, and I understand that, by the way. But um, I think conversely, that means if you have a right to own a gun, you have a right to shoot. Well, I mean, right, right. I mean, ultimately. That means only a, only but, in certain cir- I mean only but, in certain circumstances by well, law that's the, but that's but ultimately that means what we're saying is your right to inflict harm upon someone else is inherently greater than someone else's right to not have harm inflicted upon them that is the decision that is happening right now without without reasonable gun control D- yeah Wow, I, I kind of was hoping for like some debate, but well, I mean, here's 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 where I here's where I come in. I mean, so I mean, to to me, there is there are see, I, I guess I come at it a, a very different way, right? It's it's not to me about the rights. It's not to me about responding to a particular ideology of loving the guns and, and things like that. It's not it's not about um, blaming that mentality uh, because because that mentality comes from a, just a different culture. I mean, it, more than anything else, it's it's, it's it, and most people who own guns are very conscious about them, are very safe about them, are very like like I mean, just. When you when you step back and you look at statistically, right? And so I can understand why someone who does like guns, who participates and appreciates that culture, participates in it, right? Why they would feel almost persecuted um, when someone goes crazy and and does something horrible like a mass shooting. I get that, right? Now. That said, when we step back and look statistically at the things that are going on and and what can be done, there are some fairly, I think, straightforward – I mean, first off, I think there's a really good parallel to automobiles, right? We license people. Cars are dangerous. You know, um, they can be used to kill. When people don't handle them responsibly, they become much more dangerous, right? So there's – but there are things we do – with vehicles, with the users of vehicles, to educate them, to restrict them, to bring about a more responsible culture, uh, and and create a safer process. And I think that we can do those things with automobiles too. And it making it a culture with 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 guns too, not with automobiles too. Uh, making it a culture battle, I think, creates the stalemate. Making it a policy battle changes the conversation and can help move us forward. You know, the NR, and, and then the other piece of it, obviously, is, you know, the NRA, obviously, how much money they are spending on campaign contributions. And it's just. I mean, it's a good amount, but. Actually, again, it's not 
as much as a lot of other things. No. <laughs> that which I mean but, I mean there's no but you know here's the thing it's like there isn't anything uh, uh on the gun control side that can match it. There isn't like there isn't a gun control group that can that can be the anti NRA right. that has that resources. Essentially. And a lot of that has to do with just longevity more than anything else. And, you know, you're seeing you're seeing things crop up now uh that are starting to move in that direction. Um you know, some of the Newtown stuff and, <laughs> and things like that. So it may get there eventually. But to the extent that that people engage in the topics, right? I mean, so like, you know, a, a particular bill gets passed. Well, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't, I'm, you know, that doesn't solve everything, right? What you, what you, because there are cultural aspects and there are always going to be individuals who do this. Now that's not, I'm not in any way saying don't do anything. In fact, quite the opposite. I'm saying let's do all of those things, but let's understand the way this works. Um, and let's, let's have, you know, those, policy approaches because you know uh, you know i read i read the conversations on facebook and things like that and people people will say well we got to do something let's pass a law let's ban some guns and other people just come in and say that's never gonna work it's a problem of evil and like well okay but if you give concrete things right if you just say like let's get rid of say it's never going to work right i mean well i mean it's just a problem of evil i mean it's like well can't do anything don't try I mean, that basically it, means that, that, you, that is, you're saying there's yep, that, nothing we can do to stop anyone ever from doing bad. Right. But that's why I, I think... It's a cop-out. It, it is. But that's why I think calling for very specific things is really important. So, uh, you know, I've shared articles on, in the past about the low, annoying wall, right? When you, when you create waiting periods, it, it, it reduces shootings done out of anger, Right. I mean, you yeah. write an angry letter and you don't send it. You put it in your desk and you let it sit overnight. And the next day you say, oh, I don't want to send that. And every, you always feel better about that. But if you've got access to a gun, in that anger, you might do something that you would not do when you are thinking calmer and, and more rationally. So having a waiting time matters. There are bio locks, right? I, I scan in – I unlock my computer with my fingerprint, there is no reason we couldn't have a similar system mandated for 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 firearms. None at all. Yeah, and that would do something very important. It would prevent kids from getting their parents' guns. And look at so many of these shooters yeah. are children. They're using guns that they have access to, but that are not their own. That that is something that frequently happens. So there you go. That's a that's a concrete specific technology driven you know it doesn't take away a person's gun it doesn't rem- and there's and there's no hassle i mean you put your finger on the gun to shoot anyway right i mean you're used so yeah. it's it's functionally of minimal impact you know we require cars to have certain types of lights and certain types of brakes and so on and so forth to make them safer let's do that with guns too so when you give very specific policies you can show like you know what yeah is this going to eliminate all mass shootings no, no is this going to eliminate all domestic violence shootings no but you know what the ones that it does eliminate matter just as much you don't have to have the whole thing solved you know if if you limit Magazine capacity, right? Ten yeah. rounds. Okay, so now you're the eleventh person. You would have gotten shot if they had a twenty-round magazine instead of a ten-round magazine. It mattered to that eleventh person, to that twelfth person, so on and so forth. And that's yeah. where I think when it's a cultural battle. So how come they won't even do that much? How come we can't get these people to even say, "Oh yeah, we could do those things"? Because very rarely are those the things that get talked about. And far too often, it's the cultural battle. I mean, scroll down your Facebook. The legislation, the legislators should be doing that. Oh, I none of my Facebook people are pro. Are, I, I pretty much eliminated those kind of people from my life. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, look at the look at the anti-gun people posting in your Facebook profile, and look how few of them make a specific policy recommendation. They are having a culture battle 
just as much as the he just cut out maybe we lost him forever ah he's gone isn't that sad he might be able to hear me can hear he can hear me now he's back I was never gone you were gone <clears throat> so anyway making well, it a culture battle doesn't work yeah all right. Well, that's all I want to really talk about with guns today. It's just me venting. But okay. I think I think it feels good to vent. And, you know, I, I think those specific things are up to... I mean, ultimately, this is what the Dems should be saying in Congress. But, you know, I mean, they're the ones that need to be saying these things more than the rest of us, because we don't have the power to enact them. Right. Well, I mean... We... We ostensibly do because we right. are the people, you know. Well, so and the, and the, right, okay, but I yes, so, yeah. I, I get you. All I right. get you. Well, let's move on to happier things like Mario Kart. All right, this is your topic. What did you want to talk about with Mario Kart? I, you know, I just I've been playing Mario Kart lately on my son's DS, and uh, it's just been it's just been fun. It's been a long time since I'd played it, and then the other day. Uh, we were walking through Target, and we played the Mario Kart demo there for for the, for the Switch, Switch, and that was a that was an awful lot of fun. And I just uh, it's been you know I and uh, I don't know let's, let's let's talk about courses. What are what are your or which which games which Mario Kart versions have you played, and uh, what are your favorite courses? So. I came in, my first Mario Kart I purchased, my first was um, Double Dash on the GameCube. I wasn't really much of a Nintendo person. I had an N64, but somehow never had the Mario Kart on it. I was like the only human on the planet that had that no Mario Kart, I think. Um, But (laughs) I don't know how that happened. That's Um, sad. It really was. But, and so I came in on Double Dash. Now, I, I love Mario Kart. I said, you know, if... Man, if I was Nintendo, I would... Because, I mean, the nice thing about, like, the Mario Kart 8, which started on the Wii U, and, you know, the Wii U sold, like, four con- four consoles, and I had one of them. Um, and so then they brought Mario Kart 8 Deluxe over to the Switch and added, like, the 200cc and all, all... But that's the one that had DLC, and they put all the DLC right into the Deluxe Edition on the Switch, so it'd be the full game right away. Yeah. Along, along with the 200cc. But... When they said they're going to do DLC, I'm like, man, Mario Kart, they, Nintendo, they were smart. They just do a subscription where every month I get a new course or something, you know, or or a new cup or, you know, something like that. And and, and what it is, they don't even have, I mean, the nice thing, cool thing about the latest Mario Karts is they've just been remixing the old levels from the older generations. I, I love Bringing that. them back in. And that's awesome, right? I mean, they could just be doing that. And they could, I mean, they could even do it like, if they just even did it four times a year, every three months, I would bla- I'd gladly pay them ten bucks every every three months, and they'd get another forty bucks out of me every year. Yeah, I love Mario Kart, man. Yeah. I love double double dash was where my I, my entry point came in, and the thing I was really liked about that, I like the double boxes, and I'm glad that's back on the on the Mario Kart Eight. Okay. And I, but I, what I really liked about Double Dash on GameCube was that every character had a special, or every class of character, like the babies had, Baby Mario and Baby Luigi had um, the the chompers on the chains, and like Donkey Kong had a giant banana that when you hit it, made you spin out, but then also became like three small bananas also on the course. They all had something special. Okay. Toads are the ones that had the big golden shrooms. Yep. Um, you know, so it was neat, because like, then you'd kind of mix and match you know, the, like, okay, I want this special and that special, and you kind of mix and match to try to, you know, try to do some combos and stuff, which I thought was a really cool dynamic, and I really yeah. kind of missed that dynamic. What about you? Okay, so I started with the 64, which, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I personally Mario, really Kart, Mario Kart really, really started, started, but that's where yeah. it came into its own. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. And I, I mean, I fell in love with that, uh, playing that in college, you know, staying up late, drinking and playing Mario Kart, uh, just 
was was a good time. I've played Double Dash a couple times. Um, haven't loved it. I from, for some reason the GameCube just was not my. It just didn't work for me in the same way. Um, it was as, a weaker console. Yeah, and and just I, so it wasn't what didn't work for me. Um, then then on the Wii, uh, played a lot of a lot of Mario Kart there, and yep. uh, now on on the DS and now, are you and playing have, Mario Kart? Is it for the 3DS or for the DS? The 2DS. Mario Kart 7? Yep. Is it the Mario yep. Kart 7? Yes, okay. it is. Yep. I also like that they just went to a naming convention with numbers. <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Which, have they actually had eight now? Yeah. So what? the first one was, did they on have the, one? The first on, one was on the Super Nintendo. Okay. Okay. So but Super then the, Nintendo. Yep. I think Game Boy Advance. Okay, okay. N64. Yep, yep, they definitely had Game Boy Advance, then 64. Um, it, might, it might have even been, um, let's see. There was DS. There was GameCube. Uh, Wii. Wii. 3DS. And then, yeah, and then, and then 8 on the, on, the, on the Wii U, but now the Switch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. So yeah. So um. So favorite courses. Let's let's do that. From I mean, just just select a few. Oh then. God. I love Baby Park from from Double Dash. Okay. And they keep bringing. They kind of brought, they brought that's on the Switch again, and I think it's been a retro course on maybe like it was Mario Kart Seven or something like that too. I don't. Uh, I don't what it was. I'm trying to remember it, that. No, maybe not. Bear with me. Bear but with but me. I like I'm it trying. because it's a really short course, and you just do like a billion laps on it. It's like a loop, and you do uh-huh. a billion laps on it. And the okay. reason I really like that is because, like, when I'm playing with my kids, because my my um, my five year old and four year old are now are now into Mario Kart, and this is one of the reasons I really like the Switch version is it has this steering assist and um, throttle assist on it, so uh-huh. they don't fall off the courses and they keep going, which is really good for the four year old. So it's a good way to, for them to learn. And, yep. Um, but anyway, um, but the thing I like about that course with them is, you know, if I'm playing with them, I'm going to get, I try to find the slowest cart I can <laughs> when I'm playing <laughs> yeah. with them on 50cc, just so I can, yeah. you know, make it something happen that's a little more interesting. But when I'm on, on the baby, on baby park, because it's such a short course, you are always with next to somebody, even if you're like laps ahead of them. And it's just, it's just very chaotic. Oh, yeah, okay. There's always yeah. items. There's always obstacles. There's always other players around you, even if they're not. So they're, they might be right next to you, but they might not be on the same lap as you. Yeah. And I think, I think I find that genuinely interesting and thrilling. That someone right. who is potentially in eighth place can really screw up the person in first place just by a, a, with a banana peel. That is kind of funny, yeah. All right. I haven't, I've never played that course, so that's all right. All right. Your favorite. Ah, you know, I, I know it's a broken one because there's a shortcut in the 64, but I loved Wario Stadium. Wario it Stadium was, made a comeback. Is that, I think it's on the Switch now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. And I don't know if, I don't, I never, see, I didn't know. Oh, here, I'm looking, I'm looking at the Switch, because I don't know the Switch one. So they've got the Wii Moo Moo Meadows, okay. Uh, oh, ter- Toad's Turnpike, I liked that one from the 64. I always Wario- hated the city. Oh, they've got the, they've got the DS Wario Stadium, though. Oh, not okay. The, not the N64. Okay. Which, I, I don't know how they're. That explains why it seemed familiar to me, then. Yeah. Oh, here, it's in both, it's in both, but okay. it's, um, but they're not the same. I never go there on the same. It's it's a long course. I like that. I just I don't know. I I really enjoyed that one. Um, you know, I uh, like the courses that are like kind of gitchy or I don't know how else to say it. Like tick tock clock. Like you're racing in a clock. Mm-hmm. I like I like ones that have a strong concept like that. Or um, like there's one where you're racing through like the toys in a little kid's room. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, I I like yep. it when like. They have some like stupid little like, oh, you like don't, this is this should be physically impossible to race in this. Yep. And here you are. Yep. You know, Coconut Mall from uh yeah. from the Wii. I like that one. Yeah, um, the the treetop one from the Wii, I always thought was very pretty. Wait, which 
Oh, the the maple the tree leaves. one. Yes. Yes. I yeah, that that one is very. Yep. I will uh, absolutely. Um, oh, Rainbow roads can all suck it and die. They are ah! them. On, on two hundred cc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There Actually, are the older Rainbow Roads, like the, they have the one from I think it's and the 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 Super Nintendo, yep. the 3D on, on the Switch, oh. and good God, that is hard. Yes, because unlike normal Rainbow Roads that we have now, like where they have rails in some parts of it at least, there's yep, no there's rails. No, there's none. There's nothing, and it's, and it's short. It's so short there's no like just like you screw up hard. You turns. screw up. There's screw no curves, up at all. It's just turns. No, no that. Mario Kart 8 has the N64 Rainbow Road. It has that one. No, no. It has multiple Rainbow Roads. Oh, really? I'm looking. Yeah, no, because it has the, the classic cups, too. With, yeah, with, with I, the yeah DLC, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. With the DL, it's with, the... With the, no, no. With the, it's, it's, um, it's in one of the other classic cups. It oh, has, okay. like, they, they've got, like, two Rainbow Roads in there, at least, besides the one for the, the Mario Kart 8. Oh, I sixty-four one, and they have another one. They've got that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. I always liked the dinosaur jungle too, in um. Yep. In Double Dash, I think it's cool to have the dinosaurs and like they're stepping around and stuff. I've I've now played that one. We the seven has that. That's that's just kind of the thing. Like I like the places you shouldn't be able to race, but you get to. Yeah. But I think that like, that's the whole point of a video game, right? Is that you should be able to do the impossible. Right. Right. Yeah, Especially I like a cartoony those cartoony video game. Yep. I'd agree with that. So All right, what's your favorite item? Oh, well, I mean like that's tricky. Could, like what what item what I generally so I generally what item I'm do you generally, generally get? When you're playing, I'm like you get in a box, and you're like, "What are you hoping for?" Is in the box. It, well, so it depends on where you are in the race. Obviously, I'm generally racing from ahead, um, so I tend to like a red shell. Yeah, because red I, shells are great. They're- because I can drag it behind me as a shield, mm-hmm. and then if someone gets ahead of me, I can fire it off. I, you know, I'm, I'm usually towards the top of the pack so i'm leading uh Play online you know, sometime you won't be well okay yeah that's late. that's true <laughs> but uh, no so i yeah so I, I i gotta just say the red shell it's it's simple it's not flashy yeah, lightning bolts are a heck of a lot of fun screwing everybody up and stuff like that invincibility is great you know it's just about how you use it but usually a red shell yeah I would I would say also the bob bomb because I like the explosions. Oh, I hate those things. Those are fun to blow things up. What's your least favorite item? <sighs> the one like you get it and you're like, oh great. Probably that. Because <laughs> it's it's so they bounce funny and you hurt yourself half the time or you, yeah. they're not they're not functional for getting the people ahead of you usually. They're good for they're good to have for to get the people behind you. Yes, but they're terrible for getting the people ahead of you. Yeah. But you don't usually get them when you're in first or second place, at least in the versions I've played. Well, so, see, Mario, on the Switch, I've gotten them like when you're in first and second. Oh, okay. Okay. In in, in seven, I tend to get those in like third or fourth. So I, not helping me get up to the first and second place, guys. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah. My least favorite is the golden mushroom. <laughs> you go out of control you go out of control and you got to keep pushing the button that's i think that's part of the reason you go out of control is because instead of having like a boost of speed and you're able to like concentrate and steer right with a full grip yep you've got a strange you got to keep hitting the button with your finger which i think destabilizes your steering yeah i can see that and like and then and then again it's like well you got to do it just right so you're not like in a curve so it's hard to steer and and the whole and it seems like I always get them when I don't want them, like on a very curvy road. Yeah, so it's like well, great. Now I know I got to do with this thing. Mario Kart is a great game. I, I if I I think the biggest way to tell if someone has a soul or not is if they don't like Mario Kart. <laughs> that might eliminate. Yeah, that might that might do. Yeah, so. man, we could just get everyone to play Mario Kart together, right? Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I think so. That would be great. 
Well, right. speak, speaking of things you love that can't love you back, so I had this idea, like, um, so your cousin, my nephew, the doctor, uh, texted me this week, and he is getting a new job. Oh? He's going to Cupertino. I don't know where that is. He's going to Apple. He's going to the Flying Saucer. Oh, okay. He's really? Going to work for Apple, yeah. Really? I don't. I don't know anything beyond that, and you know, it made me think about like, man, I was thinking like, oh my god, that's amazing, and you know, and and like, because I, I genuinely love Apple, right? And I was like, but and I also genuinely love like my Prius, like I am a Prius user, like I'm an Apple user, like I'm on my third Prius because of the way, right? It's like I'm, I know when this car is done, I'm going to get another Prius, you know, unless they don't make them. Oh, oh, there it is. Uh, time to wrap up. <laughs> You know, you know what I love? I love the siren. <laughs> but it made me think like we do love things that aren't, you know, that aren't and, and like we even do we do love we love celebrities, right? Like they we love things that cannot love us back and we still feel good about loving them. Like I was thinking like celebrities or even famous people or whatever like I'm going to feel bad when Stan Lee dies. I have hmm. affection for that old man. I okay. felt bad when Charles Schultz passed away. I, you know, I loved his work. I love, you know, and, 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 and so I, I just, I, I, what do you love that can't love you back? Food. <laughs> well, if, if you, I don't know if you love it before you eat it early enough. No, I, I well, no, no, <laughs> I go with food. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of food I like. I I'm thinking like there's like things I love, and I don't mean like, but I mean like love. Like I love my berry sacks. I like my alto sacks, but I love my berry sacks. Right? I mean, yeah. it's different. Okay. Okay. I, all right. I see what you're saying. Right? Yeah. Unless, no. I mean, like there, I said, is, I, there are some things that like if they were gone from your life, you would genuine genuinely mourn them because you love them. Right. Uh, there have been sandwiches. <laughs> I, I, it's it really it really is food that comes to mind. I and mean, I'm thinking like coffee, you know, pop. I love pop. Um, that's a big one for me. Uh, so you know, that's that's the stuff that comes to mind for me. Uh, I loved the rest certain of books. There's a rest. Yeah, see books. Okay, there you go. Movies. There are certain books, especially that I would absolutely yep, say I'm. Yeah, that to me is a big deal. Uh, like I so love you- Star Wars, right? Like I realize this. Like and uh, and you know, like I know we're not talking about Star Wars, but I just want to you know because it's not it was vetoed. But but I want to say like about the Last Jedi, like. There are people that loved it, and there are people that hated it, and there are people like I'm done with Star Wars now because of that movie, and, and you know it's just like I love Star Wars. I would never be done with Star Wars. That's like I love Spider Man. I even if the Spider Man comics when they were so bad in the '90s that I couldn't even read them still, I still loved Spider Man and waited. Wait, when were they so bad it. in the '90s? The Clone Saga. Oh, okay, actually, okay, right. yeah, right. yeah, that was it, terrible. It, yeah, that's that's kind of actually considered to be the single worst Spider-Man story of all time. Yeah, that, that, that yeah, was... yeah, yeah. Um, right, but I mean, but I still love Spider-Man, and I knew like someday I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna read this again. Like, there's other play, you know, it's like, I'm still gonna love. So, I don't, it maybe and just it got, I I don't know. I was thinking kind of like, you know, Valentine's Day, like we love people, we love pets, you know, and stuff. But like, you know, hypothetically, like. You know, my kids love me back. Right. You know, my pets love me, whether or not it's just because I feed them or it's some other thing I don't know. Right. But I, I, I'd like to think that, you know, I, at least the one cat, man, he seems pretty attached to me and um, <laughs> licks my head every night when I'm trying to sleep. It's a weird little cat. Right. And, and, is this and I wondered I got to thinking like is this something also that is uniquely human? 
The capacity well, to love things that cannot love us. I mean, I think think clearly. I'm guessing there aren't too many snakes running around loving things that are snakes are monsters they don't count but you know you know what i mean all those things well, but right then, but, but on the other hand like okay so the dog i used to have the whippet he had a stuffed animal that was clearly his favorite because he took it to bed every night and he would huh. he'd sleep with it all right and like when it would be in the wash he would sit by the washing machine waiting for it and when it finally didn't exist anymore, he was sad. And I, I managed to find another one just like it. And I actually bought like three of them right away, you know, and, and he was happy, but you know, and he had his pig again, he, you know, he yep. had piggy again. So, I mean, maybe it's not uniquely human. Yeah, maybe. I guess I hadn't, uh, well, yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. So, yeah. I have no like ending to this topic, by the way. I'm just ruminating. Well, then let's let's then let's move on. <laughs> okay. What well, are things you used to hate? Speaking of love, or the opposite thereof, then now you don't. So the reason I thought of this topic, I used to hate Valentine's Day, but now I kind of don't. And. uh a big part of that is my kids, right? Like the holiday just got – just opened up a new perspective on the holiday for me. And and to – like they enjoy it. They have fun with it. I get to have fun with it. I get to give them things and express my love for them. And And my kids, you know, being kids tend to sometimes – interfere with my marriage and being a good husband because I'm being trying to be a good father. And so there's a day kind of set aside for doing some stuff with that. And yeah, you don't need a specific day, but sometimes it's nice to have that. So like suddenly I get Valentine's Day in a way I never got before uh, when I was sort of hostile to it. So that's what that's what made me think of it. Hmm. What do you got? I guess I I guess I go <laughs> boy, this is gonna sound horrible. I feel like I'm almost the opposite of you is I find things that I used to like that I now hate. I can't really think of things that I didn't like or hated that I now enjoy. Well that's I think it's I mean, I think it's easy to think of things you used to like that now you're kinda like, oh man. What the heck was I thinking? No, I, I think we all do that, right? So I, that's I why that's of, why I think it's a I, fun. I can't think know. of anything I used to dislike that I now like. Well, it, don't don't necessarily go to like, but just go to like. Okay, I understand it now. Like I, you know, I still wouldn't be the person. Baseball, right? Did you ever hate baseball? No. Okay, all right. I mean, just but like that sort of thing. Like I know people who are like, oh man, I like like soccer, right? There was a time when I was like, oh, soccer is boring like why do i why would i like soccer? and part of why i didn't like soccer was because i wanted to like other sports better and i like somehow by putting soccer down i did that no you know what i have some fun with soccer it's not the thing i would watch all the time by any stretch but i can see it all right i don't hate it like there was a time okay i did i got one all right my little pony friendship is magic okay you used to hate that I didn't, I, I thought it was, I thought that the fact that there was all these adult fans of it was like really stupid and, and everything, the brony movement okay. and everything. And I still think that the idea that you're, you know, that, that you're giving yourself an identity based on a show that is not aimed at you. There's probably, it's a little, a children's show that's not aimed at you. It's a little weird. And I think there's some very dark corners of brony fandom, uh, especially if you true. look on the internet, right? But after having two little girls who enjoy My Little Pony, I have now, and, and, you know, it's like, oh, and Weird Al did a voice on the show. And, you know, it's like, oh, there's a lot of cool things. Like, and the person who's the star of it is actually also did Harley Quinn from Batman. And, and oh. you know, so I, I can, I can, I can kind of appreciate some of the other things around it now. Like, I, so I ended up seeing the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, the movie. Huh. 
All right. In the theater. <laughs> so, okay, I'll say My Little Pony. And you know what? My, my former intern, Panda, would be so happy to hear this. Because <laughs> she was, her and her husband were bronies, or pega, and a pega sister, I think is the term. I know way too much about this. Anyway, <laughs> um, and I saw the movie in the theater, and they did not. So... <laughs> All right. All right. I think having kids kind of does that, though. I think, I think that is part of it. It's like I think I'm trying to think of this other Paw Patrol. When I first started watching it, I really thought it was stupid. All and right. I think I think this is, goes for like a lot of children's shows. Actually, is that when, on first glance you kind of think they're stupid because you're a grown up, but then you watch them with your kids and you see how your kids watch them and you. And that you know, not to be trite, but the idea of watching them through your kids' eyes happens. Yep. And I think I think that's what a lot of this is: is seeing things through your children's eyes. And so I, like, think I, I understand. Yeah. Like, like my kids love Paw Patrol. My my two year old loves Paw Patrol with a passion I have rarely seen. And <laughs> um, you know, that's and I and I I think what he likes about it is there's dogs, and he likes dogs, and. Yeah, like okay, you, and you can understand a lot of it, right? That way, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, I think oh, so maybe maybe that is just what it is. Is it's just uh, as being a parent thing kind of opens that up. I'm enjoying the things. I'm enjoying my children's enjoyment of the thing. Right, but see, some of it I enjoy too now. Like, anyway, but yeah, all right. Well, I. Maybe it maybe it just is that simple, and I I just thought you thought you were tricked I, into liking things. I, I guess I just didn't put it all together. Maybe so. Uh, okay. Yeah, or maybe well, I, I start, did. Without there's a YouTuber I absolutely can't stand named Baby Duck that the girls love, and I say you have to watch Baby Duck with headphones because. And so if I ever start to like Baby Duck, then you know something has probably gone wrong in my brain. Well, there there are definitely things that I yeah I'm not gonna. I'll let them off. watch Stampy. I'll let them watch Cookie Swirl C, but Baby Duck is where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely things. Yeah, Man, your kids have your kids watched Blippy? No. Blippy is cool. You gotta check out Blippy. <laughs> okay. Just gonna, I'm gonna leave it at that. It's my parenting tip of the night. Uh, check out all right. Blippy. Check out all Blippy. Right. It's good stuff. Okay, <laughs> that devolves quickly. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't think of a better way to end a show than that. Start out with talking about guns, and then talking about Blippy. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know Blippy. Wow, that took a weird turn. All right, well, folks, this has been the marvelous Patrick show. Uh, you can find me on all the social medias at marvelous Patrick. There's no k and patrick just like there is no crying in baseball if you heard the show on apple Podcasts, google play or some other fine podcast source i just want to point out that right now there's probably at least one or two more episodes you haven't heard yet waiting for you over at patreon.com slash marvelous patrick and for one dollar a month you'll get the podcast be there before it's released to the plebeians and the general public, as well as my wonderful comic, Freaks and Squeaks, twice a week, which is about teenage mice that live in a little boy's bedroom with a satire of humanity that just can't be beat with some sort of stick that people use to beat things. Wait, um, why does it have to be a little boy's bedroom? Has the little boy ever become relevant? Um, that's a... That's, I think, a topic for another time. But, well, the little boy has been, like, a force of nature. And the reason it's a little boy's bedroom is you can tell just because of, the, like, the toys and stuff I usually draw. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just, I'm like... But, and, and I try to contain it to, like, that one room. You know, yeah. occasionally there's other rooms and stuff. But that's, right. like, another country or another state or something. You know, it's kind of nebulous that way. It's another yeah. city-state. But, um... But it, it, that's where it was. It was a little boy's room because I was a little boy once. All right. Um, all right. But anyway, uh, Freaks and Squeaks, it's a very funny comic. Check it out. Um, like I said, you get all that, and you get ebooks with uh, like 1,500 pages of comics I've done over my varied career. Not just like 1,500 strips, no, no, like a page of 
when pages like have usually three to four strips on it. So you do the math. You get a lot of comics. All for that $1 a month. You get podcasts, comics, everything. So please check out patreon.com slash Patrick. Follow uh, me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. at Marvelous Patrick. Matt, anything you want to plug this week? Aristotle. I love right. Aristotle, and he can't love me back. Can't love you back. There you go. Anymore. Go, re- go read Aristotle. All right. Uh, <laughs> so read Freaks and Squeaks and read Aristotle. That's what we're saying. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. The one thing that is irritating to me that yeah. I don't love right now is that Oh, I maybe I've mentioned this. Certain buttons don't work on my keyboard. You have not mentioned that. Oh, my goodness. So apparently this is a known issue for this particular keyboard, and it seems that the makers have just decided to not repair it. Like, it, the prob- like there's a, a ribbon that goes out on the keyboard. So now I have wireless keyboards for my laptop that I you know, carry around, even though I have a good otherwise keyboard on my laptop. I, so I'm always kind of baffled by your laptop issues. It, this is, this is one is just, I mean, so the ribbon that covers the letters E, D and C and the number three and it's my like two volumes. Sesame street. <laughs> <laughs>